Hello, welcome to my podcast. My name is Arispe Gallegos Lopez, and this is my first podcast project for Georgia Tech's Life and Languages in Asia course, taught by Professor Hong Chen Wu in summer 2023. Today, I'll be discussing the very basic properties of the Korean honorific system, along with two questions regarding how the system affects foreign language learners who want to, who want to learn Korean and study abroad in South Korea. One, what are some difficulties that foreign Korean language learners face when learning how to properly use the honorific system? Two, what cultural challenges caused by the honorific system can foreign, can foreign Korean language learners face if they decide to study abroad in South Korea? Let me give you a very basic summary of the Korean honorific system so that you can better understand its difficulty and implications on Korean culture. The Korean honorific system can be simply classified into two groups, person dixis, I mean dixis, and social dixis. Dixis is a linguistic property that refers to the lexical and grammatical features used to identify the speaker, places, time, utterances, and speaker addressee relationships in a sentence. Person dixis include numer numerous forms of vocatives and first, second, and third person pronouns. Social dioxys include referent honorifics, which are linguistic elements used to identify someone that the speaker is referring to and addressing honorifics, which are elements used to identify the person that the speaker is talking to. The form or linguistic element used in any given situation depends on the social status between the speaker and the addressee or others that the speaker may refer to. The Korean honorific system is actually one of the most systematic and complex in the world, meaning that it is not an easy system to learn. So what difficulties can foreign language learners expect to face while learning the Korean honorific system? Andrew Sangpil Bion, a Korean studies professor at the University of Albany, claims that just linguistic knowledge of Korean honorifics is not enough for real-world application of the system. The Korean language system is by nature very interactive and highly bounded by context, so the honorific rules always depend on each situation and conversation. Beyond explains five issues that the foreign Korean language teachers need to address in order to properly teach the skills and knowledge of applying the honorific system in real-world situations. The following advice from Beyond it's useful for foreign language learners to familiarize themselves with beyond the classroom. One, it is important to have profound knowledge of honorific agreement to be able to use and combine each honorific element in a harmonious way. Two, it is important to have profound pragmatic or sensible knowledge of how Korean works in a highly context or situational oriented way. Three, it is important to have profound social cultural competence of Korean to know what social variables determine when to use an honorific element. Learning to use the honorific system itself is not the only challenge for foreign language learners. Foreigners who are interested in studying abroad in Korea should also have to have also have to consider cultural challenges that the stem that stem from this system. Let's look at a real world example of how the Korean honorific system affects the academic culture in Korea. A study conducted by the Department of Educational Studies at the University of British Columbia examined the study abroad experience of nine exchange students between Canadian University and four Korean universities. 
One aspect they studied from these experiences was the exchange students' relationships with their professors. In student pedagogical relationships with their professors, two Canadian exchange students at Korean universities said that they perceived that their, that their Korean professors as distant due to the Korean honorific system. As we already know, the honorific form used to address someone depends on their social status compared to that of the speaker. In this situation, there are three social variables that contribute to the honorifics a student uses for their professors. Their high status in the Korean academic hierarchy, their older age in relation to the student, and their influence in Korean society. All these variables make it difficult for students to communicate freely with their professors. Vertical relationships and psychological barriers are created when students are forced to always honor their professor's social status through use of the strict, extensive, and proper Korean honorifics. For Korean students, this type of communication and remoteness from their professors is their way of life. But for foreign students, it can be an intense cultural shock to handle and a hard communication barrier to overcome. To conclude this podcast, I want to share my personal connection to this topic and my takeaway from the Korean honorific system. As someone who is planning on learning Korean and studying abroad in South Korea, very near in the future, it was very interesting to learn how the Korean honorific system could affect me just beyond the conversation. And since I need to learn how to create polite and socially acceptable utterances through rules and lessons, there is no other way for me to properly learn the honorific system besides from practice with others and profound immersion of the language. So what did you learn from my podcast today? Was there anything you found interesting as well? I can't wait to read what you guys all think about the Korean honorific system, specifically concerning foreign language learners and its cultural effects. Thank you so much for listening.